Hello, hello, hello. It is a beautiful day today. This is Dee Dee Banks. And I hope all is well with each and every one of you during these crazy and unprecedented times that we're living in today. Our country, it seems, has opened up in most of the states. And because many people have received their vaccinations, they're getting loose out there. So I want you to beware, family. The devil is full of tricks and many people are not vaccinated and they aren't wearing masks and they aren't washing their hands and they are not staying six feet away from other people. This virus still does exist. It has not completely gone away. So don't let the devil trick you into thinking that the virus is dissipating because that is not true. So please be careful out there. I wanted to talk to you today about mental illness because May has been stated to be the month of uh, uh, the mental illness month. And um, before I get started, I just want to let you know that I'm not a counselor, I'm not a psychiatrist, and I'm not a psychologist. I have none of those titles under me, but I am a woman of God, a woman who walks with God, a woman that has discernment, a woman that has been living on this earth for a long time. And I started out at a very young age being out on my own. So I have experienced many, many things. And also, um, I have spoke with many, many people and they have shared their testimonies with me about their lives. So I have a lot of information that I love to share from you with you uh, that may inspire you or encourage you in in ways, uh, in many ways or areas of your life. Um, my conversations may not work for you, but, and they're not for every, I'm not for everybody. My conversations are not for everybody, but for some, it may be very helpful. And that's what I am here for. If I inspire just one person, it just brings so much joy to my soul. So we're going to start up talking about this, um, mental health, working from the inside out. A lot of us are uh, trying to get the COVID weight off of us and return back to normal, doing normal things that we used to do. But before you, as you're preparing yourself, um, your outer self, um, it's important that you take a look at your inner self, your mental health. There's so many of us who have suffered from mental illness, from depression, bipolar, um, so many things um, uh, that we suffer from, especially women, um, our hormones uh, jump out of place and, and we can react uh, to things differently. But there's some things deep inside of us that we cover up and we try to use um, our education um, what our titles, um, our jobs, um, many things, what we have, who we're married to, to cover up 
what has been buried inside of us, which is a lot of trauma, a lot of insecurity. So we hide behind things, drugs, alcohol, uh, sex, uh, beauty, a lot of things that are covered up to mask some deep-rooted issues that we are bound to. And in order to be set free, We've got to stand in this stuff and we've got to face this stuff and we have to give this stuff to the Lord. Let the Lord take it off of you and let him heal you. And it's important that you go and get personal counseling, whether it be from your uh, pastor that you trust, uh, whether it be someone that does not know you, but God has empowered uh, people to help us get through things that we are struggling with. And, you know, they, they don't judge. And so you can feel comfortable about sharing whatever it is that you're going through with another person, a professional, so they can help bring it out so that you can stand in that thing and you can pray over that thing and ask the Lord to deliver you from that thing so that you can be set free. Amen. It's very important that we do that. So I'm going to start out talking about the woman because we are the queens of the earth. You need to know this. We are the queens of the earth. Okay. We are the prize. Many, many people have beat us down as women and tried their best to make us feel that we are not the prize. But ladies, we are the prize. Men are hunters and we are the prize. So if you don't know that, that means that you've got some insecurity issues. My spiritual brother, uh, R.C. Blakes, um, I listen to him and what he says. Um, I listen to his sermons. Um, he is a man of God and he is my spiritual brother. And, and I always, he always, he has helped me by listening to him. I always listen to people who are, they walk with the Lord, um, and who inspire me and enlighten me. And I just want to share some things that he taught me that I want to share with you. And one of the things was that an insecure woman, a queen, does not tolerate insecurities within themselves. When you're a queen, you make other women whose crown is crooked and they're not aware that they're a queen, they feel insecure when you're secure about yourself. So never dub yourself down to please other people because of their insecurities. That's very, very important. When you are a queen, you know who you are. When you're around others who are insecure, they will make you feel uncomfortable and un and make you feel like you're not worthy or something is wrong with you. So you have to be careful about that. Um, a queen cannot tolerate insecurities within herself. She must uproot that thing and cast that thing away from her because it does not represent her best interest or her life. Many women in the world are perpetrating insecure, perpetrating security, but are miserably insecure. They bring drama and mess everywhere they go. And that is a true sign of insecurity. Well, what is insecurity? 
Insecurity is a lack of confidence in oneself and a lack of trusting you. You have not come to a place to think that you could do something or deserve something. That's why we get with these busters, these no good, broke down, low value men. Okay. You may be more than qualified, more than prepared, but you struggle with the imposter syndrome, which means that you say you don't deserve this. You should not be on this stage, this platform, or you should not have these opportunities. If you say these things to yourself, you are an imposter. It is the prevention spirit and it prevents you from many great things that are designed for your life or even ordained for your life. Many of us are living beneath the ordained status of our life because of insecurity. Where, well, where does it come from? Insecurity, usually, they are uprooted in some trauma that left an impact on your mind. But whenever it is triggered, it brings up things that have happened to you. Something that made you feel ashamed and or afraid. So now when you are faced with anything remotely resembling that trauma moment, it stirs up that insecurity. And you feel like this or that may happen. So you're in fear. You're thinking that this may happen or that may happen. Okay, that is the spirit of the enemy right there. Okay, your insecurities are anchoring you to a negative path to prevent your positive future. Rooted in trauma, we have to deal with our own insecurities. Insecurities were birthed out of something negative. It is not of God. This is not the way that we were born. This is not who we are. It was something negative that happened in our past. Either you participated in a part of the creation of this, or most cases, our parents, teachers, leaders created some negative experience for you that left you in a position where you got insecure and tried to cover yourself in this particular area. It is spiritual. It will show up on your job if you have not had the proper nurturing or admonishments from a father, a mother, um, people that are close to you in your life. Now, fathers had not been there to admonish you or to encourage you and pour into your self-esteem. You almost sabotage every opportunity to be promoted or moved to the next level and you blame it on a lot of stuff. However, in reality, you sabotage it because you do not believe in yourself. As a child, you were made to feel that you were not capable You were compared to your other siblings, relatives, and or friends and or co-workers. But you know that you are brilliant and talented, but you are insecure. This is a demon, okay? It is a demon, especially those of us who fathers were either never there, you never met them, 
or they abandon you after a short period of time. If you were raised without a father, that's a big one right there. You probably have some insecure issues because the father is the first man in your life to hold you, to kiss you, to tell you you're beautiful, to tell you that you're lovely, to tell you that you're smart. All the things that you need to hear should come from the first man in your life, which is your father. Once you're born and you get older, your first father is is uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? God in your life. That's very important. So if you were raised without your father, you must know that the Lord Jesus Christ is your everything, your number one thing, and everything else falls second and third to that. Amen. So that's very important. There is help for the hopeless. Okay. Jesus Christ is the help for the hopeless. We don't have to run around being insecure, doing things that you know is out of character as a woman to do, but you're so caught up. The devil's spirit is upon you so tough. It causes you to act out in many ways. And we wear this mask. We're beautiful, fit, intelligent and all these things but down inside there is trauma and you can't move forward with this kind of trouble trauma in your life so number one if you do not deal with your insecurities if you want a relationship this will sabotage the potential of the power couple dynamic and this will run a man off it will be overwhelming for the person who has to deal with you. It becomes too high maintenance. You ever hear men say, you too high maintenance? You too high maintenance? Well, what they're talking about, some of them, there's two things. Some of them are talking about you're very needy. Um, you put everything, your whole life into them and you don't have any life for yourself. Every, you will want him around you all the time. You don't have your own friends. You don't have your own career. You don't have your own life. You just live for this brother. You know, you live and breathe. Where are you at? He hasn't called. You're not, you're not independent. And that is high maintenance. Then you have these low value brothers who, because you um, are fit, you're beautiful, you're smart, your hair is always laid, your nails are always done, your toes are done, you are beautiful, you know how to dress, you carry yourself, they are intimidated by it, so they want to dub you down and tell you, oh, I don't like makeup, oh, I don't like the way you wear your hair like that, oh, why are you wearing them jeans, oh, that them jeans are showing your butt, uh, oh, you think you all that in a bag of chips. Those two things that a man will could be considered uh, you as high maintenance. Then if your man wanted to. Now, this is a big one, too. Some of us who are insecure or have I'm not insecure anymore. I still struggle with my own insecurities and God is working on me. Uh, about some of these things that I have to personally deal with that I feel when I face giants, sometimes I get a little bit nervous and I'm like, oh my God, I, I, I really feel like, oh my God, how am I going to defeat this situation? Um, but God always comes in and he helps me and he strengthens me. So I'm not saying that I'm insecure about <clears throat> being around other women. That is not my issue. I love being around strong, beautiful 
women that are smart and intelligent because we can always grow from one another. That's why it's important as women that we come together in love and learn to love one another. And you can't do that unless you are a secure woman woman, um, with who you are as a person. Okay, so but if you're with a man and you're very insecure, because we all want a man that looks nice, he dresses nice, um, he represents himself very well. He um, may not be a six or seven figure man, but he's a man of status, a man that is just a powerful man. And when you are in these situations, a lot of other women will be attracted to your mate. And this man really, really loves you and he respects you. But when he introduces you to another woman uh, on his job or at the church or in any instance, then you start measuring that person up immediately. Uh, You start sizing them up. That's jealousy and insecurity. And that makes your man or your future man, a high value man, very unhappy comfortable and you will sabotage that. You have to know that it's important that you know who you are and whose you are when you enter in relationships with a high value man, lady. Number two, as a queen, you must always know that you are the prize. Again, a man is a hunter and you are the prize. Men are not the prize and somewhere in our lifetime. This has been flipped, or did we ever really know that we were the prize? If you have not read Genesis, the first book of the Bible, you would not know. God created Adam and prepared him with everything he needed before he presented him with Eve. Eve was the prize. Eve was something that Adam asked God for. So you, it's important that you know your place, ladies. You must know your place. Men in this world have treated us so bad. Um, this is even back in biblical times, how women were nothing. And, um, you know, we were not respected. Um, you get these men who, um, they still think this way. They're, they're born into it. They think that we are less than them. So they will not respect you. And if you're not a strong woman, they will make you feel insecure about yourself. They pick on us about our size. They pick on us about our intelligence. They pick on us about our skin tone. They pick on us about uh, different body types. That's why so many women are going under the knife and almost killing themselves to be this perfect woman and a perfect woman does not exist. Our outer beauty is fine. It attracts, yes, but the inner self is what we need to work on and only God can help us with that thing right there, ladies. So beware of this thing, the insecurity of a woman. Now I'm going to move on to toxic men. Characteristics of a toxic man. Here we go. There is always a mystery about him. A strange energy comes from them. They're never consistent. By design, it is intentional. They never talk about relationships. 
Toxic men are not relationable. They are transactional. He possesses a angry energy. He has no ability to feel empathy and he will never feel sorry for you. He is self-consumed. If you are the type of woman who only look at the surface of a man and not look and not looking deep into the man, you will not succeed. You will drown every time. These are characteristics of a narcissist that I talk about all the time. And I'm going to continue talking about narcissists because we as women I know black women. I know me as a black woman. I never really knew about narcissism or narcissists. I knew there was some dysfunction on the universe between men and women, but I never knew about narcissists. And one of the things that I was told um, from uh, one of my supervisors, she said that when you interview for a job, they look for narcissists. And that's why... If this is the case, that's why there's so many bad bosses out there, so many bad leaders out there, so many bad church leaders, so many bad uh, 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 leaders on your jobs, your supervisors, your managers, because if you are a narcissist, you have demonic spirit. Uh, demonic spirits amongst you. And that's why the world is so screwed up because narcissists have ruined the world with their attitude and they have created a lot of trauma amongst many people um, because of uh, that narcissistic uh, personality. Now, let me tell you the characteristics of a broken man. There's a toxic man and then there's a broken man. Broken men are highly offended for nothing. I mean over everything. He is always suspicious, nosy, listening to your phone calls, snooping through snooping through your personal things, emails, and social media pages. He is passive aggressive. He adjusts the temperature of the room. He tries to make you feel bad about yourself mm. all at the same time. He will not say what he wants to say. He is going to be passive aggressive. Wow. I've met many of those. He is intimidated by your success. This is huge, ladies. This is huge. Huge. Okay. If you are mar- if you have married him, you need to really think long and hard because this will not be good for you. He is benefiting off your progress. You diminish yourself to make him happy. Your partner has to have enough uh, capacity to obtain you. He will never be able to celebrate you. So you have you have had to diminish yourself to a level that he can accommodate. We cannot fix them. You have to leave them in the hands of God. They have mood swings. He avoids deep conversation. He cannot express his feelings and usually has horror stories about his past relationships. This man will need a strong male mentor and or have a skilled counselor or therapist. He needs a strong woman who will be honest 
with him whether he likes it or not. I see a lot of this. This is huge, ladies. This is huge. I want you to remember what I just read to you. I want you to hold this in your heart and beware of the type of relationships that you get into, whether they're long-term relationships or if you decide to marry them. These men are very dangerous. Broken people will break other people and you have to be careful because you don't want to dumb yourself down to appease any man, period. You never do that. And they will try to, if you're beautiful, they're going to try to mess with your mind and you're going to end up looking like you on crack or got a hold of some drugs, which some women have because some of these broken men are on drugs. And what they'll do is if they're on drugs, they want to share drugs with you so that you can get hooked. So you're both to be walking around here broken on drugs um, can't make your way out of a paper bag and and so on and so on. Okay, so be careful of and mindful of the broken man and all of the characteristics of a broken man. Now, this came from a man of God. So this is a, a, a person that that taught me these things, taught me these things to look for, and I'm sharing them with you. Okay, now we're going to talk about characteristics of a healthy man. A healthy man, here we go. He is a giver. He is a good listener. He supports you. He is unguarded with no walls. He does not hide things from you. No secrets to protect. No lies to cover up. He has a stable disposition. Most are unstable and unpredictable and most women call them boring. So a stable man, um, some women say that they're they're boring because, um, you know, uh, when somebody let's see what it says is unpredictable uh, when you're un, when a man is unpredictable. A lot of women call him uh, uh, boring. You know, a lot of women don't like men who um, are they carry themselves in a certain way. They. They're, they respect you and treat you like a queen and they don't do a lot of things that the bad boys do. And a lot of women think that the uh, healthy man is a boring man. But trust me, in the long run, you'll be wishing you had a healthy man versus these broke down um, bad boy kind of dudes that the, you're going to be in a rotation and they treat you bad and you're going to end up dressing inappropriately jealous of other women swinging on poles just just they they cause you know these bad boys cause you to to lose your crown you get knocked off the throne okay all righty this healthy man he does not have a problem answering questions most men pull back on questions and get defensive therefore if they do if they do this how can they lead you without answering the questions that are important that you should know? Queens ask questions that only kings can answer. Again, queens, we ask questions that only a king can truly answer and honestly answer. Amen. The healthy man, he has interest in others, not just Talk about himself 
all of the time. Kings are always interested in the kingdom. Yes, he's interested in the kingdom. He understands that without the kingdom, the throne means nothing. A healthy man will always ask you if all is good with you. So they're always checking up on you, making sure that things are good with you. You know, that you're, you know, you guys are healthy together. Things are going well with you. He's not consumed with just himself, but he's concerned about you. Okay. The healthy man, he has a track record of healthy relationships. He does not talk about bad about uh, his exes. He has a good long-term relationship with friends and family. A healthy man has no connections with anybody. Uh, a healthy man. Uh, okay, let me go back. A man who has no connections with anybody. There is something wrong there. No friends. All the women have been bitches and whores. He is a angry tyrant. Toxic men burn every bridge that was tied to them. We must pay attention to this. We as women must have a self-respect challenge versus putting our booties and breast pictures on social media and how we dress provoc provocatively on the streets. We get caught up into the fake braggadocious men about how much money they have or pull out wads of bills trying to show off. But a healthy man does not do that because he doesn't want a woman who only wants him for his money. A healthy man has grace to empower his woman. Okay, a healthy man has grace to empower his woman. If a man cannot make you better and feel stronger and more capable... The, the or more capable than he is not the one. Read Ephesians 5, that's chapter 5, verses 25 to 27. Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ so loved, also loved the church, and he gave himself for it. So God loved the church, Christ loved the church, and he wants men to love his wife as he loved the church, okay? And he, Jesus gave his life for it. Jesus gave his life for us so that we can live in love and we are to love one another, okay? So a man must love you unconditionally. A man must know the anatomy of a woman. It's important that a man, as a young boy, learns these things about a girl. When you, when, when they, so women, you have to teach your sons the anatomy of a woman. The anatomy of you, you're the perfect person that a young boy can learn from. Everything about you, everything that you go through. Show him everything. Teach him everything about you as a woman, as a queen, so he will learn all these things from the home. So when he gets out there in the world, he is already familiar with a woman, but a broken woman, a woman who is broken, a woman who didn't connect with her son. These young men are the ones that are out hurting and they're dysfunctional and they're hurting other people because they weren't taught from their mother their mother's bosom, what it is like for a man 
to love a woman and to know her and to love her. Okay. Okay. I'm going back to this. Um, a healthy man. A healthy man that he may sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having a spot or a wrinkle or any such thing, but that he should be holy and without a blemish. If he cannot make you your life better, then why are we with them? I apologize because this paragraph, I need to reread it to you because I start started uh, jumped off the path and I jumped on something else for just one second. But let me go back to this. A man cannot make you better and feel stronger and more capable than he then if a man can make you feel stronger and more capable, then he is not the one for you. Read Ephesians five. 25 to 27. So Ephesians chapter 5, 25, 27. And it reads, Husbands, love your wife, even as Christ also loved the church and he gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself, a glorious church, not having a spot or a wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without a blemish. If he cannot make your life better, then why are we with him? Now that version of Ephesians 5, 25 to 27, go to the Amplified version, go to the, if it's not clear from the King James version or the New King James version, there's different versions of of Ephesians 5, 25 through 27 that clarifies uh, what this means about a man loving uh, his wife as so Christ loved the church. Amen. It's very important that we learn to love one another. All right. So um, that's it for right now. We're talking about mental health, what we need to do to to get healthy mentally along with physically being our best self amen so that's it for now and i hope that i have inspired someone with this conversation okay i love you god bless you and stay well stay mentally well okay until we meet again